Welcome to What the Bible Says, a Lugnuts Podcast Group production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of What the Bible Says. Yes. Really? For them, for, for the listeners, it's episode 50. For us, it's like episode, like, what, 70? There's a lot that's been recorded and deleted. Episode 100. It's pretty close. But episode 50 of What the Bible Says. Today is the 16th of June, 2023. How about July? Of July, yes. You knew that. It's one of the June. It was June. Happy birthday to Nevin. Never get the date right first time. That is true. Because last week we had trouble with it, too. Uh, So to my. Front, to his, in front of me, it's Pastor Steve. Hey, good morning, afternoon. To his happy June. To his left is Joe. <laughs> L- Hello, L R. To Steve's right is Nick Shirk. Hi guys, I'm Nick. I totally am not gone today. <laughs> and to <laughs> my right is Aiden. What's up, totally Nick? Not much, totally, Aiden. <laughs> and I and I'm Kenny. Hi, Kenny. <laughs> Today Hi, we Kenny. have a top ten of for y'all. It's top ten answers to your why questions. Take something away, that uh, yeah, something that happens. You know, you're not trying to be oversimplistic, but I think what happens is as Christians, we we're talking a little bit beforehand. Is that uh, I mean, obviously, the why does God do what He does because He's God and He can do whatever He wants. End of discussion. Next. Um, but from a perspective of human perspective, does the word of God give us, you know, and we have the top 10 answers, not that they're the top 10, 10, and not everyone applies, but can we be a little more targeted to why or what would be the purpose that some of these things that we would call difficulties? Uh, I, I always struggle with why do good things happen? Why do bad things happen to Christians? Okay. What, why do I struggle with that terminology? Does God ever let bad things happen to his to us? What's the answer? No. No. Now, are the hard things tough things? Sure. I know I'm being nitpicky there on the semantics, but I always say, uh, why does God allow XYZ? It's hard, it's difficult. Listen, I don't get why they're trying why God's trying to cook <laughs> the Southwest. Did you guys hear the one about the woman? It's so hot down there. Now I've not verified this, but it sounds about right. She took her mailbox, put a loaf of bread in the mailbox, and, and, and cooked her bread in her mailbox. It took 45 minutes, I believe. Wow. Yeah, it was like a full, like, that's you know impressive. when people have their mailbox and like a, the full brick? Oh, that's, that's what it was. That's what yeah, it was. It was so it was basically like a brick oven. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. So anyway, I digress, but the point is I don't get that. So here we go. Maybe not like a top 10, but here's 10 different reasons why God... You know, the why question. So number one, it's called this. We need to trust God. Trust God. I have my reasons. We don't really like this answer because we want God to explain himself. We want to see the reason, exercise, or option to agree or disagree with God. Okay, so Kenny, we're going to read Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 for me, please. Sure. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Okay, that kind of goes along with what I said to begin with. 
why does God allow these certain things to come into our life? And God isn't saying it this way, but from an earthly perspective, it's because I said so. That's just how I said it. So how do you guys like that answer? How does anybody like that answer? What, what, why does that make that? I'm not saying these answers are easy to <laughs> accept. <laughs> accept, but basically, what did Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 just say? We don't understand. We don't understand. And are we ever going to understand, maybe? No, nope. it's, it's not for us to know in some sense. Well, no, that is the, the literal meaning. It's you're, you don't know and you're not supposed to. <laughs> and so why do we struggle with that? We feel like we're too important or we feel like we're important. Oh, man, I love that answer. I think we have a very inflated view of self, don't you think? Yes. Okay, maybe God owes us <laughs> an explanation, whatever. Have you seen, what's the name of the, the web telescope? Have you seen the pictures it's sending uh, back yeah. now? It's one year old right now. Just had this on the nightly news a couple of nights ago. Unbelievable. How many, like at some point in time, do we all just agree, I don't care how many millions of light years away it is, it's like, it's just unfathomable. You just can't even begin to understand it. You know, it's 430 million light years away. Okay, that's a long ways away, mm -hmm. but yet it's sending back. So anyway, sometimes God says, you trust me because you just trust me. Okay, anybody other questions or comments to that one? Okay, here's number two. Sometimes we got the why questions, so we can grow. So we can grow. Uh, Aiden, you want to read James 1, verses 2 through 4 for me, please? Yep. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Okay, so we recognize and realize that most time, growth comes with some level of effort or pain or difficulty, whatever it might be. And in my notes, it says this, God wants you to be perfect and complete. So he will at times allow you to go through hardships to grow your character. Okay, why do we not like <laughs> that methodology? Because hard things are hard. Because hard things are hard. Well, I have a kind of something I can relate to on this I'm working on approaching to I got I got a little project on my truck that I gotta go digging into here soon it's kind of it's pressing enough that I can't just ignore it mm -hmm. and it's one of those is I can go pay somebody who knows some amount of money probably way too much to go fix it or it's something I know I can accomplish <laughs> it's just a matter of the fear of I've never done that kind of deal I've never to worry about wanting it done correctly mm -hmm. but also the understanding like they said it's those trials to mature i don't i can't just keep saying well i don't know how to do it because mm -hmm. the only way to learn to do it is to just jump in and say what's going to happen is going to you know mm -hmm. like you can do your best and hope it comes out but then you you can't say well i've never changed a transmission <laughs> you're never going to learn until you just say well guess i'm gonna go do it like right <laughs> right that's so it's, it's something that's very stressful or something i'm worried about doing correctly but also being uh learning to force myself is to get past that anxiety and say i'm just gonna do it mm -hmm. because then i can get to the other side i know enough people that even if i got in trouble i can figure it out mm -hmm. stop being all anxious about it just learn sure do it good yeah that's the whole idea many times the school of of hard knocks 
the school of the learning. Um, again, that goes back to the idol of comfort. And I, I don't know there's anything wrong with being comfortable, but oftentimes we learn the greatest lessons in the midst of, of hardships. So anybody else, any other questions or comments I want to throw in on that? Okay, here's the, here's the third one. Why? And, the, and here's, the, how do you like this answer? You never asked. Because God knows all that we need. We expect Yikes. him to give blessings that we haven't even asked. Yet God wants the relationship. He wants you to ask and keep coming back to ask again. So sometimes <laughs> it's because you don't ask. So, uh, Joe, you want to go ahead and read James 4.2 here for me. You desire and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. You do not have at. You do not have because you do not ask. That's it. Okay. You do not have because you do not ask. Okay. Why won't God give me this? Why won't God give me that? Now, we got to be careful because if we're not careful, what can we see God as? Some genie in a bottle. Yeah, you can see him as a genie in a bottle. Some heavenly, you know, dispensing machine. Put in two prayers. Hit the button. And out comes my. Is that what God is saying here in James four? No. no. Okay. So what is God saying here? What? What's? Why would God, even though He's God, this is one of His mind-bending things. If He already knows what I need, then what would you say He ought to do? Well, give, give it, it to, to me, me, right? Yeah. The human side says, "Give it to me," mm-hmm. but that lacks any acknowledgement of Him and your need for Him. Good. You know, it's talking about relationships, and so. Even though God knows it's in our best interest. And see, that's where God's grace and mercy comes in. Because sometimes he does bless us and we don't ask. Right? But I think this just answers this question. Well, why did this happen? Or why don't I have this? Or why this? Uh, the answer is it kind of reveals our heart as far as prayer and relationship. See, what happens is what, 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 what is sometimes the only time people run to God is normally when what's going on? Bad things happen. Yep, when life is hard. And I'm not saying always, but you ever find out the level of your passion and sincerity over your prayers? <laughs> it's like when, I mean, I had somebody after church come up to me and they were crying and said they have a family relative who's been diagnosed with cancer. I said, well, let's pray. Okay, and this person, amen, you know, whatever. And, and this person's a good person. And there's nothing wrong with that. But But the point is, is that how many times do we come and say, oh, hey, I got to pray because God blessed me and man, my cucumbers are really doing well. <laughs> the raspberries are awesome. By the way, they are. Okay. And so sometimes God says, you know what? You don't have because you don't ask. Sometimes he wants to work within us and to begin that work. So we need to start the conversation. So, yes, sir. I think a funny thought for me, and I think people around this table could relate to is <laughs> is sometimes it's really funny how God works in that you are very focused or wanting to ask or pray for something. And it's not until you kind of get to a point where you accept of, okay, God, if it's going to happen, it's just going to happen when you want it to. And you can move past the feeling of needing that thing is that's when you finally get it. Yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. of the <laughs> God's little challenge is like, it's not until you yep. can accept that you might not get it. That is when I'll finally give it to you. Like, <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Anybody other comments on that one? All right, number four, here we go. You're asking for the wrong reasons. Why? You're asking for the wrong reasons, okay? So, God, why can't I win the lottery? <laughs> God, why won't you give me this high-paying position? God, why didn't you let me win that? 
God, why didn't you blah, blah, blah? Why didn't you? Okay, so Joe, the second half of James chapter 4 here answers that. Why don't you pick up right where you left off? <laughs> oh, it's not 2. Okay. It's no, it's James 4, 2. It's the same same verse. I think I did James the, 4, 2, right? Yeah. That's what I just read, though. Yeah, keep on going, though. I don't think after. Where did you end? I ended at the end of verse 2. Um... Contacts go back. <laughs> Did you read that? No, that's I, verse three. Oh, is that verse three? It is. Well, there's egg on my face. I finally <laughs> made a mistake in 2023. Oh man, I almost got all the way through. Okay. All right, sorry. James four verse three. Well, you know what? See, I'm gonna blame it on my things because here it says James four two. So therefore, I am a victim. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Someone else's yeah. mistake. That's right, yeah. exactly. And who who typed that out for you? Um, I don't know. I just copied it though, and didn't, <laughs> and, didn't and, and didn't proof it. So yeah. By the way, this is none of this is original <laughs> material here. Spoiling like I labored over this all night. So all right, Joe. Okay. My apologies. It is perfectly fine. James four three says, "You ask and don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures." Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you're asking for the wrong reasons and again it gets back to that relational aspect um with god so if you're asking for something for you god's answer might be yeah you're being selfish asking for something for him or try asking for something that jesus would ask for hmm it puts a whole new spin on the equation but just be careful that you don't like try to like manipulate god and go in jesus name I think, God, I ought to have that high-paying job in Jesus' name. You know, God, I could donate a lot of money to charity if he gave me a million dollars. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> it may eliminate your why question altogether. So questions or comments about that. You guys ever ask for stuff? Did you go, oh, man, this is probably being just, if a push mm-hmm. comes to show, being kind of selfish here. Not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't have to. Uh, uh, you don't have to uh, uh, share on. <laughs> this is not confession, Father Steve. Yes, all right. Yes, my son. But, uh, <laughs> but whatever. So the point is, sometimes we're just asking, and we're just asking flat out for us. All right. Enough said. We'll move on. Uh, here's number five. So you will rely on me. It kind of goes along with three. As far as this relationship building. So uh, Nick, you want to go ahead and read Deuteronomy thirteen four for me? That's me. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's me because my name is Nick. Hi guys, I'm Nick. Hi Nick. Okay, here we go. Um, you must follow the Lord your God and fear Him. You must keep His commands and listen to Him. You must worship Him and remain faithful to Him. Okay. Without a job, without a spouse, without hope, face it. When we don't have what we want or need, it makes us desperate. God wants to be the one we are desperate for, and I believe he will allow whatever it takes to make us fully dependent upon him. And, and that's the whole idea, being, being, are we desperate for God? What's the word desperate mean to you guys, by the way? How would you guys define, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Nothing makes us cling to God more than when we are desperate. Having nowhere else to turn? Okay. I would call desperation a, not just nowhere else to turn or out of out of doors if you will as much as panicked in a panic you're looking for a way out or a way to go like you're all out of doors to go through and so you're like running down the hall trying to find something kind of deal like Mm -hmm. 
you're desperate to get out of where you are, but you don't have anywhere you can find to go. Good. That's exactly, you know. Oh, sorry. That's what Nick was saying. <laughs> Zinek, 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 Zinek. Hello, Zinek. Zinek. Yeah, Zinek. I, I think desperate is as you guys have talked about is I'm out of options, and the options are usually ones that I have come up with the idea. And as I think God wants to use our brain, but the point is, is that nothing makes us cling to God more than we are desperate for something. Be desperate for Him. And he will become your answer. I think we become desperate because we don't have any more um, uh, but buttons to push or levers to pull or any other, you know, something to pull out of my bag of tricks here that can help me. I am now out of options. And what the Lord wants us to say, listen, I really want you to be my first option. So I'm going to allow something maybe hard or difficult um, so you will rely on me first. Have you ever said this? Well, we did this and this and this and this. I guess we'll pray about it. We all do, right? We've all done it. Now, nothing wrong with, you know, doing this and this and this and this, but sometimes I think whatever the situation is, maybe that'll be flipped. And we all say, you know what, before I do anything, maybe we just ought to pray about this. All right. Any other comments to that one? All right. Number six. We hate this one, right? Number six. Just wait. Just wait. Kenny, you got Psalm 8411 for me over there? Mm-hmm. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Okay. So often our why questions are premature. That's a good point, right? We get impatient because we can't see an end result, but God works on an entirely different timeline than we do. And again, I think that's where... Uh, that that idol of control. If you had a certain situation that was very difficult, and I can guarantee that you would see your way through that three months later, would you probably be able to say, okay, I don't like it, but I can put up with it because I see the end. Mm -hmm. Most likely that's the answer. Yep. Mm -hmm. But the problem is many times we don't know what that end looks like. It's open-ended. You know, It could be going to be resolved today. It could be six months who who knows all right so how many people in the room like the answer just wait i don't <laughs> i think a lot of us would actually rather know than just wait because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i'd rather have an answer now than maybe at some point in the future i almost prefer the definite mm -hmm. you know yes or no part of our, our of our culture we live in it's, it's all instant right mm -hmm. and so you hit a button and you can be whatever the case might be. So what happens when we learn how to wait upon God? Patience. What does the Bible say God is doing in the midst of, is God just saying just wait just because he enjoys <laughs> being a cosmic killjoy and he doesn't want us? What does the Bible say that waiting produces? Anybody? This is extra credit. This is just me thinking on the fly. Wisdom? Wisdom and perseverance. Yes. Yes. Hope, you know, patience develops wisdom. That's good. Aiden, and perseverance. Both those, I think. You know, and so when we think about just waiting, it's, again, not that God's being mean. He's just saying, I'm trying to grow you. And one of the areas I want to grow you in is perseverance. Because many times, do we not all give up way too soon? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gave up way too soon. So if you're walking uprightly and it seems like God is withholding something good, it either isn't truly good for you or it isn't time. I think we've all heard this, you know, not, it's not now, it's later, or maybe, see, here's the other answer when he says, just wait, maybe that's really bad for you. Mm-hmm. That maybe what's going on, you're saying, Lord, I want this. I don't get why you're not giving this. And God is saying, instead of seeing me as this person who's withholding something, I'm actually keeping you from harm that you don't even realize. And, and oftentimes that's what I think, you know, especially if there's something that happens that changes the, my schedule or my routine. Um, let's say you get, you know, you're going along and you're, you gotta be someplace and you've cut it down the wire and you gotta be there and you run into an accident where it slows everybody down or the train crossing and, and you get all frustrated. Actually, what I think in that situation is God, I'm not, you know, thankful that I'm gonna be late, but you're probably protecting me from something that I may not ever know. And so instead of getting angry with God about the, the whole weight, but you know, let him persevere and understand that maybe he's got something better for you. Questions or comments to that? Anything else? That's a hard one, isn't it? I think, like you said, in our culture, it's very instant. And like he said, it's, it's sometimes it's, uh, is what Nick said. Yeah, what Nick <laughs> said. The Sometimes you're willing to put up with a more definite answer, even if it's not a good one, right. instead of waiting for the potential of it being better. Yeah. I would say it can be, this is an example that came to my head, is the whole like investment or a savings kind of account. is. It'd be so easy to want immediate, like what you want right in front of you, like right now. I got something I would like to do with that. And I want it immediate instead of being able to wait and say, well, 10, 20 years, it's going to be better. Like, I just have to be mm-hmm. patient. And mm-hmm. also, that's also somewhat a poor example because it shouldn't ever be from selfish wants like money. But it's the idea of maybe if I wait or put it off instead of it to me right now that I absolutely need it now, it'll just be better in the future. I just got to be patient. And you say, right now, I'm going to give that up. I'm mm-hmm. going to say that I will hopefully be able to acquire that thing or get to that point or have that job later. But right now I'm going to take what I got. Yep. And that's easier said than done. Isn't it? Yep. Okay. Number seven, God's answer to why questions. I have something better in mind, which we've kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, Aiden, I think you got Matthew. Are you up to read Matthew seven eleven? Yep. Yeah, go ahead and read that for us, please. Seven. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Okay. And, and so again, just my notes here. So sometimes our wives, because we believe God has given us second best or he's forgotten us. But Jesus says you know, in, in Matthew seven eleven, our Father only gives good gifts. He only gives good gifts. Um, He's far better than the most loving of earthly parents. He sees what's best for us eternally, not just temporarily. I think that's the point. Okay, yeah, this might be good for me right now, but Jesus says, "Listen," and God says, "In the grand scheme of things, eternally, this is better for you." He sees what's best for us eternally. He's a God who loves to bless His children, right? And, and so, can you guys think of a time when? And again, this is just spur of the moment where. Um, you thought something was should have been and it didn't happen, but then later on 
end up being far a lot better. And you have you ever been in space? You go, man, I'm, I'm glad I didn't get that because what ha- what came down the pipe was a lot better than what I would have had initially. Anybody know of anything that's ever happened to them? It's kind of an unfair question on the spot. <laughs> I, I I like asking unfair questions of the lug nuts though. It's hard to come up with a full thought for an example of that quick. Yeah, no, I, I get it, but I think all of us at some point in time we've 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 experienced that where we didn't get what we thought was our best, and actually we're kind of glad we didn't get it because God had something better for us. I can't really think of an example right now either, but I know that at some point in time we probably all had that happen. So, any other questions or comments to that? Number eight, I'm protecting you. Again, this one is kind of build on that. Joe, you want to read Psalm seventy-one, fifteen? Sure. My w- mouth will tell about your righteousness and your salvation all day long, though I cannot sum them up. Okay. And and again, the whole point is, the psalmist says, "Do you believe that God is saying you all day long, through though what He brings in and out of your life? God may say no to save you from something hurtful. He might allow you to do something you don't like." God knows our weaknesses when it comes to temptation. And so sometimes, you know, the why did you this happen or why did this not happen is that God is just protecting you from something that is really... Now, why is it hard to accept I'm protecting you? I'm protecting you. Because we don't see the threat oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard from that perspective to... That, that's, again, where that trust is uh, in the person to say, listen, this is what's in your best interest, even though you don't see it. And sometimes we would say, okay, well, that's if you can show me temp- temporarily what that is, but God is saying, listen, this isn't about temporary. This is about eternally. Now, I'm trying to protect you um, from whatever situation. So... Again, unfair question. Can you guys remind or be mindful of something? You go, who man, that was God's grace. Had I done this, <laughs> who knows where, what, you know, what jail cell I might be <laughs> in right now. Well, I can think of a simple one that okay. applies to everybody. If you get slowed down in traffic one day, mm-hmm. and then you hear on the news maybe later that night that somebody got into a car accident. Right. A spot that you were going to be. If, right. If you had not bought, not been slowed down by that truck going 40 and mm-hmm. 55 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, I know this is something that happened several years ago in 9-11, but the stories about people who got delayed and didn't get on those planes. Yes. <clears throat> and had they been on those planes, they would now be dead. And, and Or like the people who were supposed to have meetings in the towers on that day. Right. And either slept in or what have you, have had stuff delayed. Mm-hmm. because of whatever what's going on mm-hmm. yep yep and again just that whole idea that mindset like you said joe or me getting stopped at a stoplight or i don't get whatever i have a tendency to try to default to okay god something's going on you have something better for me or you're protecting me from it nick you got something to say here uh yeah me being nick shirk i have <laughs> countless examples of a bunch of stuff that happened to this in like to me in my life but Unfortunately, I can't remember any of them right now. <laughs> so you're just going to have to talk to me Sunday. All right. We'll do that. So anybody else on this one? Number nine, I'm making you more like Jesus. Nick, you want to go ahead and read Romans 8, 28? Uh, yeah. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. 
and keep on going. Uh, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so right. that we would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. That's it. Okay. Sometimes the why is simply because God wants you to make you, through your circumstances, more like his son. And I think we would all agree today when people look at us, we don't want them to see us. We want them to see Jesus. <clears throat> so sometimes difficulties come our way and we say, Why? Why is this going on? Because I'm making you more like Jesus. All right, let's wrap this up. Number 10 is the last one, and that is because I love you. All right, and so you want to go ahead and finish up that in Romans uh, Romans 8.32 for me. Uh, Yep. He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. How How will he not also with him grant us everything? God loves us too much to give us exactly what we want. (laughs) sometimes God says you know what that would be a really bad idea and I love you so much that I'm not going to give you what you want if God is not delivered on something you wanted or is allowed something you don't understand his answer might be best because I love you and one day you understand kind of cycles around back around to number one trust me because I have my reasons final comments that's a little longer but that's all right. good stuff huh you know, good mm-hmm. stuff to ponder. You're gonna go back and look at the notes, listen, things like that. Uh, I I thought this was really great. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I have I've had a lot of experiences with this, but again, I'm having a hard time remembering that kind of thing. I might need to go to a doctor to see about my memory. I think I might have long term memory loss, short term <laughs> memory loss. I think you're losing your voice there too. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I I don't sound like myself. I think I don't know. I got a sore throat or something. Don't ask. <laughs> I'm no, sure no. you will be back to normal by next week. I'm sure. Sounds Full good. recovery. I think in all of this, the, like the one verse that I really thought of for all of this was Psalm 118, verse 8, the middle verse in the whole Bible, mm-hmm. fun fact, which is, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humanity. Yep. Well said. Well said. Hey, for Nick, Kenny, Aiden, Joe, this is Steve. Don't forget, Jesus loves you and so, so do we. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.